I will recommend, as I said, 2026. That will be the right time to invest in the cryptocurrency because I think many of the central bank in the world, they will come out with the cryptocurrencies. Imagine spending an hour with the world's greatest traders. Imagine learning from their experiences, their successes, and their failures. Imagine no more. Welcome to Top Traders Unplugged, the place where you can learn from the best hedge fund managers in the world so you can take your manager due diligence or investment career to the next level. Before we begin today's conversation, remember to keep two things in mind. All the discussion we'll have about investment performance is about the past, and past performance does not guarantee or even infer anything about future performance. Also understand that there's a significant risk of financial loss with all investment strategies, and you need to request and understand the specific risks from the investment manager about their product before you make investment decisions. Here's your host, veteran hedge fund manager, Niels Kostrup Larsen. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Top Traders Unplugged, where today I'm joined by Mahendra Sharma, who is the founder of Mahendra Prophecy Publications. And today we are really going to take a look into the future and what the markets have installed for us. So first off, Mahendra, thanks so much for coming back to the podcast. I'm excited about our conversation. How are you doing and whereabouts in the world are you? am I talking to you from? Thank you very much. It is my pleasure. I'm right now. I am in India. I'm stuck due to these travel restrictions. So I don't know. Maybe in a few months I'll be here until the travel restrictions get lifted. Yeah, yeah. But normally you 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 reside in the U.S. As, yeah, yeah. As I, I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since last fifteen years, I'm based in Santa Barbara. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. Yes. Now it's been five and a half years since you were on the podcast. So a lot of things has happened since it almost feels like we're living in a different world when you look outside and you see what's going on. And and last time you raised a few eyebrows, uh, I have to admit, when you made some big calls on things like Facebook, which we may come back to later. But I'm very excited to introduce a lot of uh, our new listeners to your way of looking at the markets. Now, of course, as Many of my listeners will have heard me say, you know, over the years, it is impossible to forecast the future or the markets. And therefore, you should follow a rules-based investment strategy that does not rely on predictions. I have to admit that I have come across a few exceptions and you being one of them, where I just have to say that you are right so often that it can't be just luck. So I think we'll have a lot of fun today. And I think... Having someone like you on the show today is important because I feel at least that we're standing in front of some major changes in the world and the markets. So it will be super interesting to see what you have to, well, what you see uh, on that point. So last time uh, we spoke, I was very upfront with you and I said, I don't know anything about astrology or financial astrology myself. So I apologize in advance if I use some terms that are neither here nor there. But before we dive into the markets, perhaps you can just remind our listeners a little bit about your background and how you learned your your craft that you are, are practicing today, just to give them a little bit of context for our conversation. Sure. So I started astrology at the age of eight because of my grandfather, poor eyesight. And uh, I was just uh, helping him and he used to ask me, few questions uh, what is written uh, which planet is in which house and 
So I used to just help him. And then slowly, slowly, it just started building within uh, interest within me. When I used to see that the, my grandfather's predictions uh, used to come very accurate. So at the age of 11, 12, when I was young, I started reading people's chart and people used to get very fascinated because of my young age, as well as how I read uh, astro chart. So yeah, so then slowly I become a professional astrologer and it was my source of earning money <laughs> because uh, I came from the very, very normal middle class background. So this was nice income for me in my school days as well as for my college days. But then the things started changing when in 1991, when I moved to Africa, Kenya, and because of the few of uh, my clients they took me there and then I settled down there because only one one thing happened big thing in Kenya as soon as I landed within a five days I gave an interview and I predicted USSR collapsing disintegrating and that's exactly happened after 36 hours so then everyone just uh, it was whole country was in shock politicians media diplomats that how this young boy predicted about the, the disintegrations of USSR and then like a media kept asking me and then my few friends that Mahendra, it looks like that this country wants you here. And I said, okay, fine. <laughs> so that, that's how I settled down in Ken Kenya. I just went for the 10 days holidays, but then I, I settled down in that country and I love that country and the people uh, started loving me. But then what happened that I used to read people chart, but the, and then I used to write many predictions, but international predictions, but predictions used to come true, but there was no real, uh, like a, if I predict something negative, nobody able to save something, you know, like if I say the terrorist attack or if I say some climatic disaster, but nobody used to do anything about it, you know. So then I said that people talk about it. They said that, okay, Mahendra, you came right, you came right, but there is not really any benefit. So I said that, no, I want to use this subject where I can help people and the financial market came in my mind and I said if I able to predict the financial market trend then maybe the people may able to make money the masses will able to make money I will able to make money and that's how I stopped reading people chart and I started uh, that wave of nature theory where I started predicting about the market trend and uh, first major predictions I made in 1995, 1996, I saw a huge technological bubble coming in and I recommended people to invest in the technology, software, internet stock. And I myself invested a small money there. And within the next three, four years, I made a fortune out of it. And the people made a fortune out of it. I was very fortunate to predict crash of the technology uh, stocks and internet stocks into early 2000 and I was very fortunate and I told people to get out and people did and that's how my journey as a financial astrologer started and then in 2001 I came out with the, my first book because everyone started asking that Mahendra what is next now okay technology crashed <laughs> We made money where we invest now. I said, okay, fine. Wait, now I uh, will we'll going to do something. And that, that's how my 2001 book got born. And in that book, I said that the era of the commodity 
starting, uh, era of uh, fall of dollar is starting. And that's what happened. People started listening and people started investing. I was very fortunate that while I was in South Africa, people from USA, the one of my very good friend, Bill Murphy from the Gata, he talked about my predictions and everyone from USA started searching about my work that who is this boy and uh, why he's predicting gold going $1,800, uh, silver going $50. $50. This is, I'm talking about 2001, 2002. Yeah, so then the large, uh, lot of people started following my work and I started writing and I was very fortunate to predict the fall in global equity market, financial stocks and banking stocks crash in the 2008. That predictions came very true. Uh, and then many hundreds and hundreds of predictions uh, came true. Very interesting one predictions I made uh, on CNBC with the one of the CNBC contributor about the market bottoming out on the 5th of the March 2009. And that was the uh, right on the dead, uh, dead on the right, you know, completely. I was, I was, I was even shocked that market really bottomed out on that day. <laughs> and uh, I predicted that uh, market may go to the uh, Dow may go to the 32,000 uh, that still that interview is on my website. So it is, it is, it has been very interesting journey. And I told people to just recommended people to stay with the market from the 2009. I predicted that one of the most beautiful bull markets starting where the people can create a huge amount of wealth. And they still, I think, I think, uh, uh, I am recommending people to stay long, though uh, market is very close to 32,000 Dow Jones. So let's see what happened next. Yeah, we'll come to that. Uh, we'll come to that much later. And, and there's some good stuff in there because I, I certainly also want to quote some of the things you said when we spoke five and a half years ago. And I, I can certainly attest to people because I've received your, not your paid uh, newsletter, but your, your a lot of the free stuff you gave away as well. And I will attest that you have been incredibly bullish for many years so uh, so absolutely we'll get to that in a second i want to i want to just stay with these a little bit of these uh, i know you said you stopped predicting these um, kind of uh, big world events uh, which is um, understandable i fully understand uh, the the reasoning for that i'm just curious about because one thing is that you may not write about it you may actually still do some work about these things i don't know but i'm i'm curious whether covid-19 was something that you had on your radar, so to speak, uh, or something of the sort last year when you were doing your, your work? Yes, uh, especially just a small note, I want to say that when I, when I launched my first book in South Africa in 2001, I launched on the 9th September 2001. And in that interview with the Bob Mabena in South Africa, I said that I see an extensive terrorist attack against the USA. Uh, building collapsing and the and the book clearly had a note that the Afghanistan might be the involved with attack you know and uh, and after two days 11 September happened and it, it was I think most saddest day of my life I said why I predicted this I don't want to predict something where the people are dying where is a lot of pain and all these things so then that was my last international predictions about the anything about uh, attack or people dying or i don't want you to predict uh, i don't want to predict all those sad event 
so yeah so that's that was my last sad predictions and then i stopped anything predicting about the world yes let's talk about the covid that the 2001 9 11 really changed my life i think uh, i think uh, astrology is not about getting a fame by predicting something negative event you know astrology is about to guide someone to uh, to help uh, help people especially masses because i see a energy in the money and once if 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 everyone is happy if they are doing well then i think they can take care of their family they can tear, take care of their neighbors they can take care of their society people can do lot of things with the money many people might be oh we don't like money but i think the truth about is that the money plays a central role in this life and uh, we can do lot of good things with the money i think a uh, lot of charity lot of helping needy people so money plays a important role okay let me come back to the covid covid 2020 predictions book when i was writing just i said that february from february 16th i think to to 22nd march market will going to remain a very volatile drastic fall may come and then i said that 22nd march onward market will bottom out and market will have a major rally until the end of 2020 yes i let me tell you that i never saw covid but one of the article 10 years back when i was writing i i i mentioned that one of the drastic or the worst diseases coming on this planet and that may change the people life it will be a uh, event of century so i think that might be the, this one but let me tell you very honestly that i never predicted covid 19 is coming i saw 10 years back that some horrible diseases coming on the planet and the whole world will be affected by that i think i hope that this is the covid and we may not see again any any of something like this again in our lifetime but uh, yes i never saw covid but definitely the financial market predictions came so accurate so accurate i couldn't believe even myself that each and every line of the 2020 every cycle every monthly cycle came so accurate so yeah all yeah. thanks goes to the astro cycles and wave of nature i'm sure, just a sure. reader you know yeah no absolutely i mean it's it's fascinating we'll we'll get into that a little bit more i wanted to again just before we get into those things again for for context when people hear about financial astrology i mean there are many different ways that people try to predict the markets i'm just curious for example if you take something like technical analysis you give two different technical analysis analysts the same chart and they come to completely different conclusions right is that the same in in astrology where people can look at uh, and and i imagine and i might be using different wrong terms here but but you have some kind of chart you look at and and then it's really up to the reader to get to the right conclusions not necessarily the chart itself how does it work yes i think we have to we have to nail one thing remember that we all individuals are unique we the 6 billion 7 billion 7 billion populations and we are very everyone is different from each other we are all unique and the way we think the way we interpret it anything and especially the subject like a astro cycles or astrology 
it's completely different with uh, every individuals because each and every one they also have their astro time cycle if they are they, they are going through the great astro time cycles then they may able to able to predict something very accurate if anybody who is reading the technical chart and if his astro cycle is good means his mindset is good mind body and soul so his energy is in the right directions so he may able to predict spot on you know like a even technical analysis or anybody like a economist or anybody you know so it is it is about their own astro cycles also matters in the life that how he or she able to predict even the I may be the expert and one time I uh, I made a wrong predictions in the 2005 end of 2005 when I was going through the negative time cycle so it happens in the life but uh, you need to also one need to also watch uh, their own time cycle how they are going through I will always try to not predict during the Scorpio moon that is the <laughs> in my own theory I have found out that whenever I predict during the Scorpio moon, 99% chances that I will going to come wrong, you know, so better okay. not to predict during that day sure, and not to sure. misguide the people, you know, that's important. So I think, yes, the chart, astro chart and the combinations of the all the planetary movement on certain date, days will be the same, but the interpretations is completely different with the each individuals, how they read, how they see, because there are the millions of the combinations in the astro astro combinations astro cycles you know every second planets are moving and how you read those movements that's very very important and i think it is uh, let me tell you that i spend around i can say eight hours in a day just doing a study of astro cycles and i think and since age of eight but especially with the financial market I think I'm dedicating since 1995, eight hours in a day, just sitting alone and doing the study research, try to go back in the past and see that the why something went down, why something went up and keep trying to match with those time astro cycles that, okay, why this has happened? Okay, so then I found. So if you take a hundred years chart, many times the similarity, you may see a trend 10 times gold going higher, 10 times gold going lower. So what are the major, whenever the major 10 times move came, what were the similar similarity in the planetary movement? And that's how I slowly, slowly builded this astrology subject, you know, with the financial market. And I, I can see today that this subject for the medium and longer term, I think it gives you a mind-boggling accuracy, you know, because I see myself the past record, maybe short term, many times I may come wrong for the short term, very short term predictions, like a one month, two months sometimes. But overall, if you if you say that Mahendra in last uh, 25 years uh, doing the financial market study, how accurate you were and I can say medium to longer term, I think over 95% and really I amaze myself that uh, that how this subject is guiding, uh, able to guide so well, you know. And you know, I think that's really helpful for people to understand because 
you know, I also work in an industry when you use quant models, and I actually find it really interesting. I did not know what you just uh, explained about you looking for patterns. It's almost like you're you're also looking for some kind of statistical evidence that when these things happen, then you're likely to see this outcome exactly like we do, but we do it differently. You have your, and I think actually that's really helpful for people because uh, trust me when when I say that it is difficult to compel people to trust in these things because they can't see into the quote-unquote black box. They don't know exactly what it is um, that's happening. So I think that's that's super interesting. I want to just ask you one more question because we before we dive into the predictions because I think this will also be instrumental for people and that is you talk about, uh, as far as I recall, you talk about that in your work, human behavior plays a role. And I think it comes into the the wave of nature. Um, but also people will know from the podcast that in trend following, which we do statistically, you do it in a different way, we used to do it systematically. Basically, trend following has worked for more than 50 years. Some people will say for 800 years because of human behavior. So tell me just a little bit about how the human behavior fits into your world, because people, our, our audience knows how it fits into our world. Yes. So human behavior, like in, in astrocycles, there are the 12 houses in the zodiac. There are the nine planets in our Vedic astrology. And there are the 27, the nakshatras, we call it. So all these, and, and then we divide by the four and four and nine. And, you know, the, there's so, so many divisions we can do. But overall, the major zodiac signs are the 12. So out of the 100 people, you know, out of the 100 people, there are the eight people in the one group, you know. So one, when, when the astro combinations of the powerful people, like a powerful people, astro cycle starts positive, they start acting positive. They give the interview, people start following them, and then the masses also start following them. Like a, it just creates a wave. Like in 2001, when I was predicting about the gold market bullish trend, hardly any were talking. And then 2002, when the gold started moving higher, then 100 people came. And then the 1,000 people came. And then the media, and then the, every channel started covering the gold prices and the gold trend. That's how the awareness started. That's how the people started watching the gold. The wave started when the majority, more than the 50% of the people start talking or start thinking about in that directions, which the planet forced them to, because moon controls the mind, Mercury controls the intellectual, and sun controls your soul, Jupiter controls your spirituality, as well as also with the money matters. So when all these, the planet, when they start influencing the people, and if the gold astro chart is very positive, then these people get attracted toward to that. And some people's astro chart is negative. They believe that no, gold won't going to go up and they will short the gold and they will lose money. Gold is the same, same, same instrument. Some group is making money. Some group is losing money even with the stock market or any stock or anything, you know. And sometimes when the time is negative about for that instrument, people will start buying and that instrument will start going down. So it, there are the so many combinations. So I created a wave of nature uh, theory 
where I try to understand that the how the majority people will be thinking because these are the current planetary moment and the how people will be thinking more than 50 60 percent and for this instrument the time is positive or negative it will able to attract the people or it will able to refuse like people will start refusing to believe and uh, that's what i think uh, is is very very important that every individual cycle if your cycle is negative you won't get attract you will say no th this is not good thing like i give you a very ex a very interesting example about the tesla mm -hmm. yeah sure yeah in 2018 <laughs> I think a lot of people are interested in yeah, tesla yeah <laughs> 2018 uh, many people asked me that mahendra you have been predicting about tesla tesla and tesla was falling and uh, so I came out with very interesting article. It is on my website as well as on LinkedIn page and so many other other people also published that same article. I said that if Elon Musk survive July 2018 without going down financially, then the Tesla will become a, one of the most important and richest company in the Wall Street and Elon Musk will become a, one of the fifth top richest man in the country and because so i said that if the by july it this company survive go and invest in the tesla go buy aggressive positions in tesla because tesla is going to the 10 20 50 or 100 fold higher and that time stock was around struggling around 200 dollar you know somewhere there and uh, because of the elon musk chart and because of the tesla chart i was able to predict this and then those who are lucky, they believed it, you know, and yeah, those who are sure. not lucky, they said, no, 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 this, yeah. this may not happen. And that's exact. I mean, that's exactly right. I mean, Mahindra, I, I read that stuff when it came out, right? And I'm not, I don't invest in stocks, so it's not that I want, but, 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 but I'm interested in it and I'm interested in Tesla. And there's so many people uh, in, 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 in Twitter land that's interested in, in Tesla. And you can find so many arguments for why that company should probably be worthless. Right? I mean, if you listen to all the stories, right? And then you come out with something like this. So I can I can kind of understand why people are incredibly skeptical if they hear someone say, if you survived your lie, you're going to be one of the richest men in the world, right? <laughs> but uh, it, you did say it, uh, so uh, kudos to you. Now, I think with all of that context, let's dive into some of the things. What I thought I would do today, Mahendra, is I'm going to read a few excerpts from our conversation five and a half years ago, and then we see how it all went. But also then on from there, you talk a little bit about 2020 maybe, and for that particular market or sector, what 2021 looks like. And of course, I will encourage everyone to go and buy your 2021 book when it comes out, because it's always better to, to see it for yourself. But anyway, back in 2015 and i'm gonna paraphrase uh, a little bit because you already mentioned some of it because you did mention that you had the conversation with jack uh, barodian from cnbc or cnbc contributor um you you said to me i explained to jack that you 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 saw that the markets were bottoming this is back in in february march 2009 and the market was going to 32,000. then you go on to con the, the conversation uh, with me and you basically said to me that you are still, I'm still very confident 
that the and this is 15 i can't even remember where the dow was at the time but i'm very confident that the market will hit 32,000. clearly we're getting close mahendra tell me a little and, and also i think you did say um back then you said and i'm quoting now so i think there's a technological revolution which i predicted in 1996 if you take it 30 years to 2026 will be the second revolution 1995 was the beginning of the first five-year cycle technology crashed technology is back again now you know it meant it was i said to many of my close friends that technology is going to rebound again the time is coming soon so yeah it's difficult sometimes to read a transcript but that's that's what you said so i think you're talking about another sort of few years for technology but i want to i don't want to put words in your mouth tell us where we are with with stocks and and 2020 and two th and 32,000 on the dow and all of that good stuff yes i think uh, see i think the very important one thing today i would like to say that in 2014 15 and 16 when i was talking about i said that that people have to the economist and the analyst you know or bankers, they have to revise their uh, the valuations method of the stocks. This was, and I kept talking about that. You know, people were talking, Mahendra, this is PE ratio hit the 20, 25, you know, this is too expensive. Even in 2015, people were telling me that Mahendra stocks are too expensive. Apple is too expensive. Uh, Amazon is too expensive. Netflix is too expensive. And I said that, guys, why you are so dumb i really use those words you know even though even right. those powerful people i said why you why are you behaving so dumb this is a new era new world new demand new way of the life starting so forget about the valuations you have to revise your valuations you have to revise the method of the valuations in the equity market people are doing the error and that's that error is costing them because of that error many people they were not able to buy this bull market of the last 10 years you know initially Agreed. okay initially people bought it 2009 2010 but then after 12 13 they said oh no this is expensive and i because i get so many emails and especially many emails i go through so i think the one thing even even today even still i am saying that people have to be very very careful when they say it, it is expensive yes it is a sector-wise sector, is a different story, you know, definitely many other sector, the valuations uh, maybe may work, the old valuations method, but the world is changing very fast. And, uh, and I feel a little bit fortunate that I able to pick every area very accurately. Like if you, if you see the 2013, 13, 13, 14, when I was talking about so high about the cloudy stocks you know and when mm. uh, when analysts were they were still not able to recommend those stocks you know so so what i'm seeing now today the one thing that oh definitely dow will hit thirty-two thousand. there is no doubt about it equity market may move higher there are always within a trend there is a always short-term downtrend if the negative cycle comes then there is always downward trend but the future prospect of the global equity market still looks fantastic, at least for the next three years. After that, okay. yes, after that, there is a, some sign of the worry will going to come. And 2000, maybe the 2026 uh, May technology may crash or there, there will be a 
huge crash in the equity market. So, but we don't want to go that far at this stage. At this stage, through your podcast, I don't want to reveal too much about the 2021, but surely one should watch device stocks, you know, medical device stocks. I have been very bullish on those device stocks, stocks, especially last three years, four years. But now the era is coming. One of the most beautiful era that the, every investor must have device, uh, medical device stocks in their portfolio, you know, and that I think one of the most beautiful biggest bull market is coming within a within a bull market. Even if market remain a sideline, these stocks can outperform market, keep outperforming market. So I think that's the one I think the I think the, out of the let's say five golden egg, that is a one of the golden egg I'm I'm giving you device medical device stocks I see because Saturn is currently going through the Capricorn. It will go in then after the Capricorn, it will be an Aquarius and then Pisces. This is the one of the most beautiful time cycle. Even the device stock can go high, uh, keep going higher for the next 10 years, you know. So I think I think very interesting time time cycle is coming for the investors. You have to be investors. They have to be very, very specific what area they choose. Definitely growth area. I still recommend technology area. I still recommend biotech. Still I recommend. And then I will talk about the commodities. But at this stage, I don't see much worry. Definitely the stocks, those who are running like a very sharply higher, like a lately electric car company stocks, like a many many new stocks they came from the china and many usa company and related electric car related stocks are moving aggressively higher like a 300 400 percent higher but people have to be investor have to be a little bit careful surely that is a future play but you have to pick right stocks at the right price and i think you will always make money you will always clear create a wealth if you focus on the medium to longer term and that's what I have seen in the last 25 years that people made a fortune by staying longer term rather than speculating on the short term. Sure and and so since you brought up Tesla uh, specifically and obviously that has gone up uh, significantly over that period of time and not that I necessarily want to go through uh, single stocks or anything we don't have time for that but 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 I, I know the whole world I think is watching Tesla it seems at least do you have any particular views on Tesla uh, going into 2021 after this a massive run-up uh, already so to speak yes sure uh, because when, when it was uh, when it started moving higher if you see my last year's target was the 1000 dollar in the 2019 mm -hmm. which got uh, mm -hmm. achieved in 2019 then i raised my target to 2500 it got achieved at 2500 then yeah. i raised my target to 5000 because now the stock has split it, it got yeah. split so so now is around the 400 so maybe another uh, another uh, 400 dollar higher from here uh, which is a very much possible i am not worried about the short term volatility but uh, Elon Musk chart is great. Tesla chart is great. So <laughs> I may say okay. that uh, I, if I believe in my theory and if, if, if this theory has, uh, because this theory has provided the great accurate predictions. So then I think uh, I'm targeting like a, my next target will be $800 for Tesla. 
Interesting, interesting. Now, what's interesting, and this is just, I want to ask you a little bit about other markets than just the US, because clearly Europe, where I'm based, has not done nearly as well as the US in terms of equity markets. Talk to me a little bit about Europe in general, or if and whether or not you actually also still quite bullish for, for European equities, because, and I bring this up now maybe, because I remember from our conversation, and, and we can look at that later, you were quite concerned about the euro as a currency, I think, at the time, especially coming into 2022, 2023, I think, from memory. So just talk to us a little bit about that. Yes, definitely European market will going to follow a USA market trend. 2011-12, that was the different time when the, all these uh, the crises were happening, financial crises were happening with the Spain and Greece and, you know, Ireland and all those. So, so that time the market acted differently, underperformed these many of the market compared to USA market. But lately, I think they have been following USA uh, equity market trend. Uh, why we see the equity, uh, yeah, USA talks because everyone is focusing on the Amazon, Tesla, Apple, Microsoft, sure. and you don't have Europe. They don't have a, those kind of the companies. Definitely, there are the great companies there in Europe. But also, all the European trader can trade the USA equity market. So I think I don't see any problem with that. But surely, Europe will going to do well. I think economy will going to do very well. Uh, there is a big economy recovery is coming in Europe. People will say, of course, after the COVID and after any war. But I see a next three years, fantastic time for the European equity market. Investor will make a lot of money in Europe. Uh, I won't recommend anyone to go short in the European market or European equity equity market. They will perform par along with the uh, along with the USA market. So definitely, next three years, three and a half years, fantastic time for Europe. Of course, some problem is coming, uh, and you are very right. I talked about uh, in 2015 that some crisis will come in 2024 with the euro and that's the okay. only small problem i see that's the time i think 2024 people needs to be very very careful about uh, what currency they are holding if they see in 2000 end of 2024 25 that some complications or some conflict started in uh, in currency market or in eurozone then that will be the time for people to cash in their money 100% because, because that's the my, my astro cycle is showing. And if you see some indications starting that time, then I think people need to be very, very careful. Then I think Euro can lose, I think, 40, 50% value. And real estate market can lose huge value. Then a lot of lot of problem can arise it may also affect the global equity market as well but but yeah definitely europe will be in the center you know the bond market will be in the center european bonds so yeah. so so yeah so i think next three years i think time to make money but after three years and the end of 2024 time to watch very very carefully if yeah especially all the listeners if you guys see that something is uh, something is going on, then better to cash in money and stay sidelined. That is my advice. 
Yeah, I mean, I think people would need to subscribe to a service to make sure they get those warnings because if I look around the world right now, it looks like many things are going wrong all the time, but it seems not to affect the the the, the markets as such. In my own little world, and not that I'm uh, I don't use this uh, at all, but I find 2021 to me just seems interesting as a year because um, a lot of people will be familiar with the Fibonacci numbers. And when you do take 2021 and you start subtracting the Fibonacci chain, well, if you subtract one, you get 2020. We can all agree that was a pretty interesting year. If you subtract three, you get 2018, which was kind of a difficult year as well. If you subtract 13, you get 2008. If you subtract 21, you get 2000. If you subtract 34, you get 1987. 55, if you subtract that, you get 1966. And if you subtract 89, you get 1932. All of those years were quite interesting years, not necessarily good years for, for equity markets. So in my own mind, and I have to say, I mean, I do follow you on, on the sideline and, and I follow a few other people that over the years, I built up confidence in their work. And, and, and I have to say, you're probably the only one who's bullish right now in terms of the equities. But you, I, admittedly, I will say you've also been obviously very right about what's happened. But but they really do see trouble ahead. And, and if we just take one of the very basic types of analysis that I think most of our listeners will be familiar with, which is Elliott Wave. I mean, Elliott Wave calls for the end of their grand, uh, whatever they call it, grandmaster cycle or whatever it is, master grand cycle happening around this time. In fact, they think it, it may have happened here at the end of 2020, which is a huge thing. Um, so so it'll be interesting. You don't need to comment on it, but, but it'll be really interesting to watch. Uh, and of course, when your book comes out for 2021, people will get a really good glimpse into um, your thinking. No, surely I, w- I, would, I would like to give a small note here. Definitely, uh, we have seen lately that the many uh, in the last five years, whenever the market fell, they lost a very quick, fast well, value, you know, and, and very quickly, you know, investors, longer term investors have been very lucky that the market went down so sharply and market recovered also very sharply. So it is not like that slowly, slowly is dragging down, dragging down, dragging down for the months and months and years and the valuations are going lower and lower those era has ended you know the one thing second thing about the 2021 surely it will be a very very interesting year i have already made the many notes in my book but of course there will be a bumpy start of the 2021 i see there is no doubt about that yeah yeah. so so yeah so we will be going to talk about that but i think yes sure i i don't see any major crisis coming in the 2021 Bumpy sure. start is happening, but then you have to be very invested. They have to be very, very yeah. selective what they they choose, you know. And so I want to just pick up on that because you're absolutely right. That's certainly something that in, in my industry has really caused a lot of issues because we're kind of longer term trend followers. So we've we've had really difficult times in 2018 and 2020 with the quick quote-unquote crisis in equity markets and the quick rebound, these V-shaped market moves. Did you say that you think those kind of market moves, that era has ended uh, and we'll have, a, uh, or, or will these short-term, quite fast and, and quite deep crises, are these the kind of crises that you think will continue or are we coming to an end where we 
at some point we'll start seeing slower bear let's call them traditional bear markets yeah no i i don't see that kind of the traditional bear market coming very soon i don't see but okay. when it will come i think uh, that i think uh, we are uh, we are a little bit 3 4 years away okay. from that kind of the yep. bear market but that mar market will be the, i think that will be the end of the one of the bullish era of the global equity market and then yeah market may go sideline and people can lose huge amount of the wealth for the because it can remain for the uh, sideline for the many many years and and that is actually quite interesting because i think right now most investors um think that markets only go up but you when when it does come um you know in two or three years people have forgotten that equity markets can actually stay 10 15 w uh, years doing nothing or so so again people pay attention i think to to mahendra's work um as and when we come closer i want to shift gear i want to go to another sector i want to go to something you've already touched on which is gold because gold is such a big thing uh, for many people so this is what you told me in 2015 you say you said yes uh, this is i predicted in 2001 that that this is a the gold cycle in 52-year cycle. The 52-year cycle, I tell you something, and this I have never said before, after 2052, it will be like the death of gold. Gold will become irrelevant or maybe that nobody will buy it or there will be some government policies or something is going to happen and gold will move drastically and it won't be as important a commodity Talk to me a little bit about gold today, where you think about gold and where it's going. But but if you have more thoughts about that 52-year cycle, I would love to, yeah. even though I may not be around in, in, in 30 years, who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, even, even me. Our gold view, I think the planets, they guide very well about about the gold trend, you know. And like since last year, 2019, February and March, uh, we predicted that uh, gold bottoming out and moving toward to the 2000 level. In 2020, in I think July, June, June month of June, May, June, we predicted that gold may see 2075. I think last month we also predicted that uh, that gold may bottom out around the 1840 level and then gold may see 2375 next year. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And the silver may go even the $38. That is our higher side target. Uh, mining stocks may do well uh, in the 2021. This is for the short-term predictions. I think people can hang on with their investment. Yeah, platinum looks fantastic to me in 2021. Fantastic, mm -hmm. you know, it can okay. gain 30-35% valuations, you know. So, yeah, definitely people will make a good amount, chunk, uh, good chunk of money in the mining stock. So, stick with those. Okay, let's talk about the two, uh, 2052. Yes, in 2001, we predicted that this bullish cycle may remain till the 2051. And then the, this bullish cycle will end in the 2052. I follow those theory with the planetary movement. And uh, certain combinations are indicating that there will be a, maybe the economic crisis or the uh, there will be a huge crisis in the world and coal prices may move sharply higher in 2050-51 and then the, maybe the government may come out with the restrictions or maybe the government may come out with the, some policies that guys 
you yeah. have to surrender the gold because that has been rising and we need to support with the gold or gold may eventually become a currency so very interesting time gold may become a currency even the before that that, that already i said in the few of the my letter previously very interesting era for the gold is starting uh, from the 2028 you know and that's the okay. time i think uh, gold can play a key role far better than i think cryptocurrency far better than i'll come to that yeah yeah uh, so so that's i think the gold, one. gold yeah. still holds interesting uh, time cycle okay cool so yeah no we'll definitely come to uh, to the bitcoin side and crypto because i've got a few really um, important things i want to ask you about now i want to shift gear again i want to go back to 2015 where we talked at the time i i don't know if i'm gonna i don't i'm not, I'm not gonna read a long pass of of our conversation but you do you did say back then I expect interest rates to go up drastically in 2016 and 17. Interest rate can go up by more than one point. I think this is the most amazing trend-changing pattern that is going to take place. It may take us a few months here and there, but I think I will watch these predictions very, very closely. That is what I've been recommending to my close members. Look for higher rates, but... This drastic move is going to surprise everyone on this planet. 2016, 17, and especially 17, I think we can go up to 6 7%. Now, clearly, that has not happened yet. Yes. So tell me about, because I do know, because I know from, from your Facebook predictions that you do change your predictions from time to time. So just tell me about interest rates, because that is... I mean, that is the, the, the market that so many people debate because we cannot understand why interest rates on, I don't know, 19 trillion bonds nowadays are negative. So where are we in your world, in your view on, on interest rates? Yes, uh, I think I think in the after our predictions, interest rate went a little bit higher, I think, in 2016, 17, 18. I think it went, uh, you know, the Fed kept rising the rate by quarter, 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 quarter points. The what? I think the interest rate now, the next cycle, what I see is again, it is everything is pointing. It's, it's very interesting, Neil, that everything is pointing toward to 2024, you know, okay. uh, you're talking about 2021. Uh, but I think, sure, sure. I think if you ask me the financial market, currency market, bond market, commodity market, everything is like going from all angle and going in the center and then boom, you know, something big will going to happen end of 24, 25 and then interest rate. I think after 24, I think interest rate will going to go to the roof. I, I'm telling yeah. you, I think that's my predictions. That is my longer term predictions and that interest rate, but it will be very interesting. Also, the gold will going to go higher along with the interest rate very interesting thing will happen and it will be very difficult for economists and analysts to understand or to predict because they have been following one pattern you know they have a mindset that okay this is this happening this is this happening but everything will going to go together you know like a, lately you can see the equity market is moving higher gold is moving higher you know so yeah i think 2024 onward interest rate 
uh, we're going to go higher. That, that is my yeah. yeah. And that's super interesting. First of all, I think it's super interesting that that everything on your chart, so to speak, all these different asset classes, something big is coming in a few years' time. I think a lot of the people that I follow, even through their different analysis, and as you say, it's not always exactly the same timing and so on and so forth, but they also certainly point to something really big happening. But what's interesting about what you say, gold going higher and interest rates going through the roof, to me, that suggests some kind of complete breakdown of trust in government, because that those are the things that really point towards that kind of correlation, um, which we don't often see. So that's interesting. So so good. I'm glad we got that out of the way. We talked a little bit about the euro, but another big topic, I think, for the people that I uh, see talking on, on, uh, on the various financial outlets is the dollar. I mean, you've got a camp saying the dollar is going to rise because the world is in trouble. And you have people saying, no, no, the dollar is going to completely collapse and so on and so forth. Where do you sit in this debate, uh, Mahendra? So far, I think uh, the last so many years, we have been very accurate on the dollar. So I think let's follow that the same theory. Uh, at this stage, I have been predicting that a dollar may bottom out around the $91 index, may bottom out around the 91 level which is very, very important according to my theory. Yeah. I do okay. not see dollar index going below 89.11 level. So that's my okay. uh, the bottom line. If, uh, if, if people want to uh, take a trade for the medium to longer term, they want to convert the currencies or whatever XYZ. But also same time, the currency volatility will be there. Mm -hmm. Dollar may gain sharply to the 95, 96, and then may come down to 22, and then they then may go back to the 97. So uh, there will be a not one side trend where we predict and right. take a trade and we uh, we uh, we stay with that trade. No, you have to be very very alert. And as soon mm -hmm. as you see the trend changing, you have to get out. You don't need to stay with the investment, but but. One thing in the currency market is very, very important, and that is emerging market currencies. I think uh, mm -hmm. I think this year, Mexican peso, South African rand, they have done amazingly well. And in coming time, in 2021, I'm giving you one of the best currency to invest, which is Brazilian real. I think, Okay. yeah, that currency can gain 25 to 30%, which is a huge, you know, uh, for the any currency sure. market trader, you know. So that currency sure. can perform very well, not against the euro, against the dollar as well, against the pound as well. So Brazilian real will outperform most of the currencies. Still, like last week, we recommended that a time is coming closer to book some profit in the South African rand and Mexican peso for the short term. So yeah, they they have gained very nice value, more than twenty percent. You know, uh, rand gain I think uh, around thirty percent. You know, so yeah, so these are the both currency. Even may uh, even will do very well in the in the next two thousand and uh, next year. So South African rand and Mexican peso. And just back to the dollar index. I mean, since we are not that far away from eighty nine eleven, so so to speak. I mean. You, you're seeing more of a range, it sounds like. You're not necessarily seeing a very strong dollar going back to making new highs above 104 or anything like no, that? Or? No, no. It, it is okay. not happening. Like, a, like it will it will going to remain, like, if you if you, if you read my all the early this year's article or the weekly newsletter, 
you will clearly see that uh, I recommended people to sell dollar index at the 102 and close all the long positions at the 102. So I think, uh, the, yeah, and now is 92, around 92 level, uh, maximum one point or maximum in the worst case scenario, something drastic happen, then maybe the right. another, another, another two points, you know, so I don't see uh, in the 2021 dollar index going below 89 level, no way. Sure, sure, sure. And by the way, for, for the people listening, just again, a quote from 2015 conversation on currencies. Now that Mahendra is, is repeating that sort of 2024 thereabouts will be a really important uh, time. Uh, you said back then, you said, I think the euro in 2023, I think I already predicted last year, 2023, it looks like um, it will be the end of the European Union or Euro deal. So 2023-2024 was already on your radar back then. Yeah. And it sounds like that that is still a time where the whole Euro project will come under some pressure, yeah. uh, to say the least. But time will tell and we'll follow the story, of course. Let's jump just to quickly to some of the other sectors before we um, come to, to a close in our conversation today. I certainly wouldn't do justice if I didn't ask you about commodities because we talked about inflation before. One source of where inflation can come from is, of course, the commodities. Which of the commodities to you stand out, so to speak, and, and what do you think about those sectors, uh, both soft commodities and, and kind of grains? Yes, in 2000. 20, my my view was very negative about energy market and energy market okay. underperformed. The rest of the commodities, they remain sluggish. Um, metal performed very well, all major metals. In 2021, I see grains outperforming, but also the metal yeah. will be performed very well. I don't see energy performing that well. Oil will have a difficult time to cross $50 at this stage, you know, in the coming yeah. time. So grains, soft commodity, I like it, especially coffee, I like it. Cocoa, I like it very much. Uh, that what I have mm -hmm. been recommending people to buy cocoa. I have been recommending coffee, all the traders to buy coffee in the 2021. Uh, we have been recommending to buy soya bean and wheat in mm -hmm. 2021 because I see some weather, weather problem with Australia and then weather related problem with the Brazil. So these are the two other uh, other commodities uh, we are recommending corn not that much other soft commodities not that much so yeah but uh, metals they will remain very volatile they may rise quite sharply and then they may fall very sharply so traders they have to be very very careful uh, on the, any sharp rise they should book profit stay sideline and then buy back if they come down and our letter, I think weekly letter is, I think, one of the greatest service I think we have. People love it. Wall Street people love it. And I think uh, if people can afford it, they can buy those services. But yeah, yeah but I think absolutely. the metals uh, will perform well, but in patches. Grain can outperform sure. throughout the year. And the coffee and uh, cocoa can outperform. 
that would be a nice change for trend followers because they have been stuck in ranges for I think for the last five years. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that would be that would be nice. Now I want to go back and touch on the Bitcoin. Right, I'm not a Bitcoin expert. Um, I'll say that for sure. However, it is something that everybody talks about, and it's interesting when you talked about kind of the human behavior aspect and how things when the masses starts talking about it, how it influences. To me, looking as a just a simple observer here, certainly this year has just looked like that that's exactly what's happened to Bitcoin, where more and more people just started talking about it. There are certain, um, let's call it platforms, where there are some, some really big influencers um, that, that have talked a lot about Bitcoin. And it's uh, obviously, it's a, it's a scarce supply. There aren't that many free, free floating Bitcoin. So it has moved the price significantly. However, in the last month or so, I've heard Ray Dalio, I've heard Jim Rogers, the old uh, partner of of uh, George Soros, and I've heard someone that you may be familiar with, you may not, but but a guy called Martin Armstrong that also does cycle work and and does AI uh, forecast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All of these guys have come out and say, "Listen, the authority," and very much on the on the, what you talked about with gold, saying. All of the, uh, the, the 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 Bitcoin may go up, but at some point it becomes so expensive that the authorities are not going to allow it, and they are going to confiscate it. And by the way, they are much further down the road with their own central bank digital currencies than anyone believe. Is there any of this that shows up in your work uh, in terms of something as drastic as? We're going to confiscate Bitcoin or we're going to ban it or whatever you, you do. And and by the way, here's our own digital currencies. So for the bit, Bitcoin, you know, I have been re- uh, receiving so many requests to talk about the right. Bitcoin. I tell you something. Oh, my sure. God. Bitcoin, I think the one shouldn't be selling or shorting the Bitcoin. Definitely, they are very close to the high again. It's very interesting date. I think is something major we're going to happen on the 24th. 20th of February 2021. That will be day to watch, I think, uh, in my astrocycle theory. And uh, that will be the day. I think they can start drastic downward trend. If, let's say, if Bitcoin failed to drop between 28th of February and 27th of February, then Bitcoin can go to 5,000. Okay, so let's just take that again, because I I didn't quite hear that. So you said if it doesn't drop drastically between what period are you looking at between 28th february and 27th february 2021 so that week is crucial i'm sure a lot of people are going to make notes oh, in their yeah, diaries right that now that week but, is so yeah. crucial that in week fact, is in crucial fact, that's okay. what i'm just uh, yeah the confirming in my you're writing, writing it down yourself the, yeah. yeah so so that week okay. is so crucial it looks like from that week the bitcoin uh, will go into crash it will have a drastic okay. fall, even like a, as we talk, it can have a very volatile trend currently, but it can still hold value. If between 20th and 27th Bitcoin keep moving higher, then it may test mm-hmm. a 50,000, 45,000 somewhere there. Okay. If okay. it fails to okay. move higher, then it will crash. But I am not recommending also investing money in the Bitcoin because the right time of the cryptocurrency will going to start from the 2027-2028, somewhere there. It, okay. it may get legalized or something may happen. Right. But uh, 
for the next six seven years traders they have to be very very careful if you like it don't care about the five ten percent five percent of your capital and if you want to invest then that money you invest but uh, i right. won't recommend hard earned money to invest there better you buy a gold better you buy yeah. a, my favorite stock sure. amazon uh, which sure. may go to the even the ten thousand dollar in the next three to four years time so that says that snp and nasdaq is going down how i sure. because i already predicted nasdaq is going toward to the twenty five thousand. Well, we didn't hear that, but that's good you mentioned that. So 25,000 on the Nasdaq. What about the S&P? Is that 5,000 yeah, uh, you're yeah, looking at? Yeah, S&P, I said uh, 5,200 to 7,500. There are chances in the next three years. Oh, my God. that's uh, The Elliott Wave guys are going to be so disappointed when they listen to this interview, I can assure you. But, uh, okay, so interesting. But just to, to, to be sure on this Bitcoin thing, so you're not recommending people having Bitcoin per se because prices either they're going to crash in february you said if if it doesn't go above that level they will crash okay right okay i think that's that's a pretty uh, that that's a high probability enough for me to uh, not worry about uh, investing in bitcoin but what's interesting about that do you see actually that central banks because it could crash because central banks come in with their own bitcoins i mean have you have you said have you seen any signs of of actually we're just going to have digital central bank currencies coming much sooner than anyone believes no i think uh, i think uh, there are chances that they may come out with the currency cryptocurrency and uh, there are very much probability but that time is little bit far away i think still i will recommend okay. at, as i said to 2026 you know that will be okay. the right time to invest in the cryptocurrency because uh, because I think many of the central bank in the world, they will come out with the cryptocurrencies. I'm sure at that time, it won't be a question of us investing. It will all be forced to have mm -hmm. digital uh, cryptocurrencies yes. anyways. Yes. Exactly. Now, just a couple of few few things I've got left uh, that I wanted to, to pick your brain about today. One thing that I've also picked up from other people in terms of their expectation is just volatility itself. That the markets in general will see massive volatility that we have not really experienced. Uh, well, we've experienced this year some volatility for sure, but we also had a few years ago kindly, hardly any uh, volatility, certainly in equity markets. Where do you stand on volatility itself? As I said, that somewhere in the early 2021, some volatility will going to pick up yeah. and it will pick up very aggressively. Yeah. So I think uh, definitely uh, the first quarter traders, they have to be a little bit careful uh, if they see the market is behaving abnormally, then better to remain sideline or maybe have a volatility index in their portfolio if they still want to hold the stocks. So yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, the first quarter within us, uh, the first quarter, I think five weeks, they will be very, very interesting, very volatile. Do those dates I'm not mentioning, otherwise people won't buy my book. <laughs> right, no, of course, they will have to go and buy your, your services. I agree with that completely. Yeah. And I don't know if you do this at all. It's not specifically market-related, but politics, did you, can't remember, did you write about the U.S. election at all this year? And in general, politics, and maybe we stay U.S.-focused because it's, uh, or centric, because it's such a, a topical point. I mean, is there anything that you've, work you've done on on that yeah uh, this year no as i said that i 
I stopped like a writing about the politics and and especially the political predictions. But the one thing, the what I did that I uh, I don't want to say that I knew that Biden will win. Right. I don't want to say because I never said anywhere. So sure, I don't want to. But sure, in my yeah, in yeah. my deeper heart, I knew that. But the important part is what what I did very 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 carefully and very very smartly. And that predictions came very accurate. The what I said. It doesn't matter whoever wins the elections, the market will move higher, and it may right. touch the thirty-six hundred. You know, right? So I gave the hint that regardless whoever wins, the market is going yeah. higher. So better you stay long in the market rather than trying to short the market. Do not. And I used to write sure. every letter: do not short market, do not short market. Yeah. So I think that yeah. that advice uh, really helped uh, investors. how to trade and that's what yeah i think important for investors yeah two areas i have left uh, you may not want to comment on one of them because again as you say you don't do but but i can't help not noticing that people like ray dalio because he's done a lot of work in 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 recent years on the great new on the new order world new world order Uh, he talks about the great reset, and of course, other people do, but everybody knows who Ray Dalio is. So, so I'm using him as 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 kind of the the figurehead for this. But he also keeps leaving hints, and I've seen this from other people doing cycle analysis, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, of hot war, not just you know civil unrest in the U.S. Again, I know you don't necessarily want to predict it, but do you have any any comment from your own work in terms of, I mean? Because this is pretty relevant for for a lot of people. If we are entering a time, and maybe it's twenty twenty four again, who knows if that's where you see all this happening? But is there anything that you're picking up uh, that might prove Ray Dalio right or wrong? I think two thousand end of two thousand twenty four and twenty five, when I think the people will become restless. Uh, I think there will be some serious issues, and a lot of things are happening and coming. Uh, they will going to come. To the real world, they will going to hit us, and we will be in the shock. So I think, uh, as I said, that I I try to avoid so, so many negative predictions. So, yeah. but yeah, but yeah. I think people need to be very very careful after two thousand twenty four. That's the one thing for the sure. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Now, nothing to do with with people killing each other or anything like that. But you did mention some natural disasters, and and from what I understand, uh, in in just the things that I read and 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 pick up on, is for example that the poles are moving. We're actually seeing shifts in around in in the world, and that has major uh, effects. And and some people that again I. I have seen them be right about things they have said in the, even though it sounded kind of uh, unbelievable at the time, but they're very concerned about a few natural disasters such as Mount Fuji in Japan, and also California as a whole, which is of course linked to the Ring of Fire. Is that something that told that you? Um, I mean, I know you live in California, so so I mean, it should be obviously uh, on your radar if it's true. So, is that something you um, worry about? Yes, I think. Uh... So many natural disasters uh, they will going to take place on our planet Earth between uh, 26 to 29 and 38. Okay. Those four years will be the disasters year, especially with the climatical or the natural disaster, and uh, those disasters will be very very dangerous. I think uh, I'm very okay. Yeah, I think I think 
it can really disturb the whole world. So some kind of that is negative. unfortunately also what yeah. I. Yeah, that is unfortunately also what I hear from other people, even though it is uh, very difficult to comprehend. So again, we will uh, hopefully get a warning from you as we get closer for those who subscribe to your to your work. Mahendra, this was a long list. I've taken a lot of your time, but this is so fascinating. Deep down, I think we all want to know a little bit about the future we're heading into, whether for ourselves or whether for our kids. So I I can't thank you enough for uh, for doing this and being so generous with your time. Do you have a time in your mind for when you're going to release your 2021 book uh, so that people can kind of uh, get excited about it? Yes, I think I think I normally release always uh, toward the end of the first week of January. That's the time or maybe the second week of January because I always wanted uh, I I like the moon in the Capricorn, uh, sorry, sun in the Capricorn. Uh, so I, I try to release during those uh, those days because I believe in a lot of cycle theory. I want to release right day so people people buy the book and they they gain from the book. They able to even the pick up the few good predictions to invest and that my book investment can make them the ten or twenty times or hundred times money and I'll be very happy. And uh, if everyone makes money, then I always say one thing, you know, that if you if you making the money. From my prediction, then please do some charity. Please help needy people. That's what you know. I believe one thing that uh, because of the nature we are survive. Always, I said one thing. Uh, it is little bit you know controversial, but we are not alive because of the religion. We are just alive because of the nature. If I stand in front of my God and if I stop breathing, I will die in front of my God. So air is the um, one of the most important element. And air, which is giving, uh, the nature is giving us for the free. Water is provided by the nature. Light is provided by the sun. So five elements. We are we are we are alive because of the five elements. Five different people with a different religion. They cannot divide the air if they are walking together. They will breathe the same air. Nature never divides anyone. So I think the religion we created. I think we respect nature, we respect humanity, and we 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 take care of people. I think we will love our life, you know. We will love people and we will love ourselves, and uh, we will be proud one day, even the last day when we will be taking the last breath, you know. So that's what I want to give the message that people, I think the not to get involved too much into the religion, get involved with the nature, uh, make him happy nature happy and the nature will make you happy you know yeah and i've seen you write about this uh, from time to time so i know you are very humble about this and you actually do a lot of this to really you know facilitate people can do good in the world with um, with with the things that that you do and the skill that that you have so i think on that positive note i think i want to say thanks so much amahendra for this amazing and fascinating conversation. I hope that everyone out there who are listening have taken some notes and will do their best to share and comment uh, on this episode so that uh, a lot of people will hear it. 
Uh, it's up to you, of course, then to decide whether you wanted to subscribe to Mahendra's work. I uh, recommend that you do and go and check it out uh, on his website. We'll put a link in the show notes, of course, for doing so. And with that, we will, of course, hope to have you back in the not that won't five years is too long, <laughs> especially with your predictions, Mahendra. We should do it a little bit more often. But it is always a wonderful, interesting conversation to to have you on. Um, so from me, Nils Kastrolarsen, thanks for listening. And I look forward to being back with you on the next episode of Top Traders Unplugged. In the meantime, go check out the show notes of this episode and the resources you can find, including Mahendra's link. And most of all, stay safe, stay healthy, and take care. Thanks for listening to Top Traders Unplugged. If you feel you learned something of value from today's episode, the best way to stay updated is to go on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show so that you'll be sure to get all the new episodes as they're released. We have some amazing guests lined up for you. And to ensure our show continues to grow, please leave us an honest rating and review in iTunes. It only takes a minute and it's the best way to show us you love the podcast. We'll see you next time on Top Traders Unplugged.